This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again, and welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook. We are here each week to sit down and talk about the next part of the journey. You have been saving your whole life. Congratulations. You, you are in that category of building that retirement. And now you say, now what? What do I do? Who do I get to help me through this? Because there's a whole bunch of new things that I've got to deal with. That is what this show is all about. Greg Ayler is here. Greg, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. How are you, Randy? I'm good. You've brought friends to the table today. I did. I brought a buddy. Bart Patterson is joining us today. Bart, how are you doing today? Fantastic. All right. Glad to be here. As we were saying in the green room today, Bart brings sexy back to taxes. That's that's what it is. He, that red hair, I mean, it gets your attention. He's, a, he's definitely a ginger. So we're going to do enough damage here that people are going to actually know what I look like oh, that's, without we can, even seeing me. We can look you up on the website, goldenreserve.com. You can look up Bart. Now you know what he looks like there, okay? But uh, we, I think it's really important when people come to see you guys at Golden Reserve, they know that there is a team there. There is a retirement planning team. And part of those boulders that we talk about, one of them is taxes. And that is what we're going to home in on. For the next 30 minutes, what you need to know. And Bart, this is one of the neglected areas. People save, they have the money, they think, okay, I built up the nest egg, but there are forces out there ready to take it away from you, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. The, what people don't realize is, is that there's all this money that's been saved up in IRA accounts. Mm -hmm. And reality is, is that the government wants to get as much as they can from those accounts. And so they've set up and built a system in order to do that. They want you to wait not touch that money, wait as long as possible. And then eventually they know that if they, if you do that, if you take that approach, they're going to win. And with all that savings and retirement money in those IRA accounts, it's a great place for them to target and point to. That's why they have endless legislation really mm -hmm. on both sides of the table. They, they almost agree unanimously when they sit down and talk about IRA taxes and raising the tax on those IRA accounts and finding different ways to collect more from people's IRA accounts. So, Greg, when they had the SECURE Act and they said, now you don't have to take your 401k money or your IRA money until 72 instead of 70 and a half, and they're still talking now about raising it to 73 or even raising it to 75, we all say, hey, that's great. We don't have to take it early. But there's a reason for that, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, you got to have to shake your head that this is like one of the biggest Ponzi schemes by the government of all time, right? They're playing the shell game, and everyone thinks they're winning and they're actually losing. Mm -hmm. And all they're doing is making the tax dollars that they get to collect on at high rates bigger. Mm -hmm. They're just saying, wait, wait, wait. And the good news is people don't like to pay taxes. So they already have a advantage going into this game that people will do whatever they have to to avoid or kick the can. And this is the perfect storm. <laughs> they get to just ride the wave of how people already feel. And they don't know at the end of the day, Uncle Sam's going to get more pennies on every dollar when he plays this game. As your piece of the pie gets bigger. You love it that your 401k is getting larger in this market. But guess who else is getting a piece of that pie? And that's Uncle Sam. So we want to do everything we can to help you with that particular situation. And that is where you need to bring in people who live their life in this area.
area. And one of them, of course, is Bart Patterson. Now, Bart, one of the questions that people have now is they come to the table. I imagine it's very, very common for you to sit down with somebody and pretty much all they have is a 401k. We call that qualified money. So they're going to owe a lot of taxes on it, aren't they? Well, no doubt about it. And, and you're right. The majority of folks that come in and sit down with us, most of their money is in those IRA, 401ks. You could lump 403bs and 457s. Those are all accounts where when you pull money out, you have to pay taxes. And the majority of folks have all of their retirement savings sitting in those types of accounts. And most of them don't have a plan for how they're going to get that money out and minimize the taxes when they do it. So there are lots of ideas, and we talk about them on this show, and many people have probably heard taking some of the money from your 401k and moving it over to a Roth, paying the taxes as you go or paying them all at once. As a matter of fact, as we have people listening to the show, they they email us, they call us, they have questions, and some of the questions we're going to use on the show, and we have a listener here. Her name is, well, we're going to call her JB. She's 62 years old, and she hopes to retire in the next year or so, and she has a couple of 401ks, traditional 401ks, and they add up to about $300,000. So she's wondering, does it make sense to convert them over to an IRA? So she sounds like a pretty good candidate for our retirement roadmap. Bart, what would you do to sit down with her, explain the situation, and see if she's a good candidate for this? Yeah, you need to think about her income first. If she's going to work for another year or two, you might want to consider what kind of income she's going to have and whether or not it makes sense to do that conversion right away or potentially wait a year or two in order to, to do it at a lower income. When her income's down, she can maybe pay a little bit less tax. I want to back up, though. I think there's a huge misconception about Roth conversions and Roth contributions. Mm -hmm. And I hear all the time when I'm sitting down with people, they get confused. They, they think that you can't do Roth conversions because they're confusing it with Roth contributions and income limitations and all those sorts of things. So I okay. think the first thing we need to do is clarify your income doesn't matter when it comes to your ability to do a Roth conversion, but it does matter when you're trying to figure out how to minimize the taxes on it. So for JB, I would first say, how long are you really going to work? What's your income look like? And does it make sense to pull that trigger and do it now? Maybe a little bit now, but then let's get a little more aggressive once you're done working and your income's down. Randy, one of the things that I think people have to realize is when they do a conversion, they actually are going to take that amount and it gets just added to your income for the year. So it's just like you getting paid more money. People right. don't realize it, it could bump you to a higher income tax rate. Mm -hmm. So it's not as easy as just saying, hey, I want to convert and I'm just going to grab an arbitrary number and do it, right? You have to actually have an expert and hopefully an accountant in your hip pocket to say, all right, if we're going to convert 50 of your 300,000, that's 50,000 income we're adding to your, you know, essentially taxable income for the year that could bump you from a 15% to 17% or 20% brackets. And that may be okay, but they need to know what they're getting into. Cause we've seen people that have tried to convert huge chunks and then were furious or shocked that next April mm -hmm. when they have a hundred thousand dollar tax bill yeah. because they converted a half a million dollar IRA in one year. Yeah. yeah. This is something you definitely don't want to go alone on. I've watched people <laughs> make some big mistakes fat finger a button or whatever and, and it's it's a decision that you can't you can't go back does it do does it. it make sense to have as you go into retirement a certain amount of qualified money so she's got three hundred thousand dollars here should she convert half of it over a period of time and go into retirement with some qualified and some roth or should she get rid of all of that three hundred thousand dollars and put it in the the non-taxed area what a great question 
I think if you can plan far enough ahead and build your retirement so that you have some Roth when you get there, that's one thing. But just to be able to convert right now when she's a year or two away, you really got to go back to what Greg said. How much income do you want to add to the income that you've already got? What we do is, is we've got, you know, CPAs and a, and a team that can actually calculate these things so we can try to find the sweet spot for how much, you know, our clients or the people we're working with should actually convert to keep that tax, that effective tax rate at a reasonable level. Generally speaking, Randy, I mean, people probably shouldn't be converting to Roth in their working years. They're making money, right? Mm -hmm. The idea is, okay, I stopped working, my income turned off, so now I can replace some of that income that keeps me in that lower or maybe similar tax bracket by converting chunks of my IRA to Roth once I turn the spigot off for my earning years so that I don't compound. Because if I start converting my 401k during my working years, I'm just adding that. And presumably at the end of your career, you're at your peak earning years. So you're at your peak tax brackets. So you really want to play the tax bracket game with the right retirement planners so that they can help you understand, hey, maybe you even kick Social Security two or three years down the road mm -hmm. so that you don't get that additional income yet. And yet it compounds and grows. So there's a lot of moving parts here, Randy. So you sent to me what you call your tax mapping process. Bart, can you kind of explain that for us in a, in a bullet point and tell us what happens there as people come in and go through this process? Yeah, Greg actually led me to kind of a tax geek out moment there when he was talking <laughs> about Social Security and all the things that can go into this. JB is in a situation where if she hasn't elected that yet, you can really do some unique tax planning. All her options are on the table where she can push Social Security, she can do aggressive tax planning once she retires. And I call it a tax unicorn. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I call it around the office when I'm talking to the rest of our team. It's a really unique planning opportunity. And it brings that tax map that we do for our clients into full effect because all those options are on the table. What we wanna do is we wanna lay out exactly when and how much to pull money out of those IRA accounts so that our clients can control how much they're paying in taxes, at what rates they're paying those taxes, and take it out of the hands of the government and Uncle Sam. Well, I heard somebody say once, you may not have a savings problem, you may not have an income problem, you may not have a health problem, but everybody's got a tax problem. And that's what we're going to find as we've saved up all this money to get ready for retirement. Now we're at the top of Retirement Mountain. Now we're looking down going, how am I going to get down this mountain safely? And one of the big boulders that we deal with here at Golden Reserve is taxes. So let's talk about those four boulders, long-term care, taxes, market risk, fees. These are things that you probably haven't dealt with on the way up the mountain, but you surely have to deal with them on the way down. That is where our roadmap for retirement comes into play. Let's sit down and talk through the tax problem, that big tax boulder, as we talk about here on the show. You can contact us online. You can contact us by phone. Here is our website to get your roadmap for retirement. Very simple. It's get your roadmap com get your roadmap.com am I going to be okay it's the most important question you should ask yourself when you get to retirement a financial advisor will probably answer that question by looking at just one thing how much you've saved at Golden Reserve we believe that's only half the story retirement is like a mountain and you've done a great job getting to the top but now it will take more than just savings to protect you on the way down from boulders like excessive taxes, fees, market risk, and what may be the biggest risk of all, long-term care. It will take a retirement planner 
to get you down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, we start by building you a customized roadmap for retirement for each of those boulders. Make Golden Reserve your first step in retirement. For your complimentary roadmap for retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. Find us online. Let's sit down and have a serious discussion about planning out your retirement. GetYourRoadmap.com. I have a special guest on the show today, Bart Patterson, CPA, one of the team at Golden Reserve. And Greg, this is, I mean, your story. I mean, you start and you continue to be a estate attorney, but you built that business and said, look at all the places that people need help. And that's why you started to expand into this area. 100%. When we started back in 2010, we were working through a lot of the retiree issues. And, you know, what kept popping up was both long-term care, but also tax. We kept getting complicated tax questions. We kept getting questions on how to detax IRA. And those were the real issues for retirees. And we realized we weren't equipped. So we turned around, Randy, I'll tell you what we did. We built a CPA firm. We hired some, you know, some CPAs to come on board and Golden Reserve Tax was born. And that gave us such an advantage and such a great tool at the fingertips of our retirees now to have true, you know, CPAs, people that do this for a living, that have the experience and know the ins and outs to be on our, you know, walk in our hallways and in the meetings and building plans for retirees. I mean, that was really a game changer for us, Randy. I love the idea of as you sit down with somebody and they put out on the table what they've done, what they've saved, and they've got a million dollars in a 401k. And as they start to take that money, you look at them and say, we're going to have a tax problem here. Let's go down the hall and get Bart and bring him in the room and let's sit down and, and talk through that. And that's where we're actually going to go in this segment. All that money that you saved in all those different places, Bart, may be taxed in different ways, whether it's mutual funds, whether it's stocks, whether it's 401ks, IRAs, we have a pension, Social Security. Uncle Sam's getting a piece, but sometimes there's a different formula each time, isn't there? Uh, there certainly is. We can start out with the, the big one, the 401ks that you brought up, traditional IRAs. Those accounts are accounts where when you pull money out, you put it in pre-tax, when you pull money out, you've got to pay the tax. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you pulling it out or your spouse pulling it out or eventually your kids pulling it out, somebody has to pay the tax on that. And the reality is, is that when we're talking about how much they have on their balance sheet, they may have a million dollars showing up in that 401k or IRA, but the, the reality is, is they owe some of that to Uncle Sam. Yeah. And so these people don't really know how much they have in those accounts until they start pulling it out and paying some tax on it. It's, it can be like 20 or 30%, right, Bart? No doubt about it. It can be easily 20%. It can be 30% depending on you know the, the lack of planning that you have. It could be even higher than that. It's like you got to go through a toll booth to get your own money, you know, and, and that's that's really what it is. But when we talked about in our previous segment there about the Roth, this is a good place to save money because you pay the tax before it goes in there, right? You do. You pay the tax up front. And then when you pull the money out, the, the distributions aren't taxable. The growth that you have within that account is tax free. Mm -hmm. And it also passes to uh, spouses and kids tax free as well. How many clients do you talk to, Bart, that think that when they die, their kids get their IRA tax-free? Almost everybody. <laughs> they don't even think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's not even on, it's not even I mean, on their I radar. mean, and, and Randy, the real, the real shockers, it gets taxed at the kids' tax rates, the kids' income tax rates, not mom and dad's cheaper retiree tax rates. And it's a big uh-oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are the things you need to know as you go in. And we're going to have to talk a lot about that in our next segment here about passing money down, receiving money, that kind of thing. But one of the big shockers that people may not know about is your Social Security check. You know, I worked mine out with my wife. She's been working our whole married life for 40 years. She's got it built up. We're going to get three to four thousand dollars a month from Social Security. <clears throat> Maybe not, because Uncle Sam's going to tax that again. And that's a shock to some people, isn't it? I'm chuckling a little bit because I just had a meeting with a couple yesterday, and they actually brought this up and asked me, is my Social Security income going to be taxable when we turn that on? And when I told them it depends, it's tiered, but it could be taxed up to 85% of that could be included in your taxable income. They were flabbergasted, and, and everybody's like, Wait a minute, I paid into this for all these years, and Uh now all of a sudden I've got to pay tax on this money again? Like, what kind of system is this? So they're always surprised, but it's based on the other income that you have. And for a lot of people, it's hard to avoid paying tax on on your Social Security income. Now, here's one in the article that I had no idea about pension money. It's it's kind of the same as a 401k. It goes in pre-taxed, so you get your pension, and you're going to get taxed on that too, aren't you? Yeah, no doubt, ordinary income. Uh, so you can plan on that getting added right into your tax return with your other taxable income and paying tax at full freight on that. And so here's one that a lot of us, I mean, I don't buy stock. Uh, some people do, and they have mutual funds. And the, the idea of capital gains, that all comes, this is a down-the-mountain thing, as Greg would say. This is this is something you're selling things to get income in retirement. And every time you do, there's a capital gains tax. Explain what that is. Yeah, there's two categories here. You've got short-term capital gains. That's when you hold those assets for less than a year. Think stocks, bonds, et cetera. If you hold those for less than a year, it's taxed at ordinary income rates. So full freight. If you hold it for more than a year, then you get thrown into long-term capital gains rates. And depending on your other income, it could be 0%, 15%, or up to 20% on those accounts. And they're talking about wanting to make that even more expensive for people when they recognize those gains. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. And our guest today is Bart Patterson, CPA, one of the the partners at Golden Reserve. He'd be one of the guys perhaps that you would see as you come in and talk about your retirement and your your tax liabilities as you start taking this money in order to do the things that you want to do in your retirement years. And Greg, it seems like as we go through this, Timing, you know, we, we talk about timing the market, and we're not talking about that, but the timing of how you take your money seems to be very, very important in retirement in order to avoid some of these taxes. Absolutely. And it comes back to the old edge, you know, like early bird gets the worm, like trying to plan ahead. The problem is taxes are not fun to talk about. I mean, look at this. I mean, I'm sure some people probably fell asleep driving their car right now, <laughs> listening to some of these tax, you know, oh gosh, another tax bit. But the reality is, is they're the most, they're some of the most important. You just heard Bart's example about a million dollar IRA. That's $300,000 that could go to Uncle Sam if you don't plan or 100000 if you do plan. That's a $200,000 swing. That's 20% of their IRA you could save by planning ahead. And for some reason, people just don't get ahead of this. This is something that the financial industry doesn't talk about because I don't think they're allowed to. And also, it's not a fun conversation, and it doesn't revolve around me selling you more investments. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't involve a commission or me getting an AUM percentage for it, I don't got time for that stuff. I'm going to instead focus on the fun stuff and then kind of kick the can here because the reality, Randy, this is set up for no accountability. Because if you don't do anything, if you're Edward Jones advisor, advises your whole life and you pass away and the money goes to your kids, that big IRA account, 
guess what? It's going to their account anyways. They don't care. It's not their money. It's going to get taxed at whatever it gets taxed at. And there's really no smoking gun. There's no one to blame because it just is what it is. It's the perfect system to continue to screw retirees. Well, if you see at the bottom, all that little fine print down there with your your stockbrokers and investment advisors and all that stuff, it says, we do not provide legal or tax advice. You know, you know why? (laughs) They don't want to deal with this. They're going to let you deal with this on the back end. They're just going to try to grow your money. That's up the mountain stuff. We're talking about down the mountain stuff. We're talking about these are the the things, the the nuts and the bolts of your retirement, and you're going to have to deal with them. And if you're not ready to do that, we want to be able to help you through that at Golden Reserve. We put together what we call the Roadmap for Retirement, and taxes is such a huge part of it. I saw a pie chart one time of what the average retiree will spend of their dollar 30% of it goes somehow toward taxes. Can you imagine that? 70% you get, 30% somebody else gets. You're not thinking about that in your retirement years, but we do at Golden Reserve, and we'd like to help. Give us a look on our website. Give us a call, and let's sit down and talk through this. Let's have a meeting. Let's get some people working on your retirement that can really make a difference. GetYourRoadmap.com is the best place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com. And Bart, as you were, you know, working at Ernst & Young and you had your own accounting firm and you're helping people with their taxes and then you put it out in front of them and then you say, OK, go think about this. And and what happens what, if these people have a financial advisor in their life? Do they go back to them? And what, what usually comes back? Believe it or not, when I was in public accounting, one of the most frustrating things almost made me pull my hair out was when I would be trying to do this proactive tax planning with some of my clients and they would have a conversation with their financial advisor and that financial advisor would, would shut the planning down. And I think the real reason is, is they would use those scare tactics. You're going to run out of money. You're going to run out of money. Mm. And the reality is, is that they made more. And the only thing I could think of is that they're making more money by keeping that money in those accounts and invested because they're charging them a percentage of whatever's in that account. And I remember when Greg started Golden Reserve and, and the first time, I think we had a phone conversation, it was a dual client. And I was I was telling this client, you know, you should take some of this money out and pay taxes while you're both alive and, and can file at your married tax rates while tax rates are low. And whether you spend it or convert it, it doesn't really matter what you do with it, but do the tax planning. And they were like, yeah, that's what Greg told us to do. I mean, my <laughs> mind was literally blown. I was so excited. I finally found somebody that understood this, that I that I could work with, with, with these clients. And I was just you know thrilled that there was, was a retirement planning firm out there that got it when it came to tax planning. I love it. I love it. He found his home and now he is with Golden Reserve. So that brings us into this area of inheritance and passion passing money down and receiving money. I mean, there's a, such a big number out there. They say over the next 20 years, $84 trillion is going to be passed down to spouses, to kids, to grandchildren, to charities, all this money coming down from the baby boom generation and more. And the government is sitting there licking their chops like they see a big steak in front of them because they want to get a piece of it. And, and Bart, this is an area where you guys are trying to help people keep more of this money, right? No doubt. If uh, you don't do anything, they're definitely going to get a big piece of that stake. And so what we want is for people to be thinking proactively. We talk about tax planning versus tax preparation. Tax planning looks forward. Tax preparation looks backwards. And so the planning is what's going to help people avoid the retirement boulder, the tax retirement boulder. 
what we're really getting into is when people let their money sit and grow in that IRA account, their tax liability grows with it, right? And so if we can do planning, we can help them avoid the two big penalties, the widow's penalty and the kiddo's penalty. You get a situation where the first spouse passes away and that person left behind goes from filing a married status tax return to an individual status tax return and the tax rates go up. So the taxes go up and they can also get hit with increased Medicare premiums too that always catches people by surprise. How much do they go up, Bart? They can almost double. So a lot of cases we see those things double and then I, I think even though it's not a huge jump they get more frustrated when they get that nasty letter from Social Security at the end of the year that says, hey, by the way, based on your income and your filing status, your Medicare premiums are going to double, too. That one kind of just punches them in the face. That's the widow's penalty. That is the widow's penalty. And then maybe even worse is when that surviving spouse passes away and the money goes to the kids. You get the kiddo's penalty. Think about it. Those kids are oftentimes working. So you're adding income to the income that they already have. And in 2020, with the passing of that SECURE Act, I chuckle that they call it the SECURE Act. It did get more taxes, act, get more taxes, <laughs> act. soaring Eagle Act. <laughs> that, Secure Act that SECURE Act got rid of uh, what we all knew as the stretch IRA. So the kids used to be able to stretch those IRA dollars out over their life expectancy, which helped minimize the tax to a certain extent. They now have to drain those accounts within a 10-year period of time. So if the tax is doubled for the spouse that was left behind, a lot of times they can double or triple for the kids when they inherit the money. I've heard wow. people call this as the biggest tax grab in the history of the IRS. It, and in a way, it's very true, isn't it? I mean, it's it's crazy, right? I mean, if you just put some numbers behind it, right, it sounds like, well, what is he talking about? You mean it goes up? Well, if someone's paying on a $100,000 IRA, they're paying $10,000 in taxes when they're married, and then all of a sudden the first spouse passes and they're paying $20,000, you are like, oh, my gosh, $20,000, 20 cents on every dollar is coming out. And then that surviving spouse passes and it goes to the kids, and the kids is a, you know, already in the 30 or 40% tax bracket, well, that means that those IRA dollars are going to get taxed at 40 cents on dollar or $40,000. So like, Randy, it, you're, you're talking about doubling not once, yeah. but twice, and it's real money. Yeah, I know that as people sit down at the conference table, a man will look across the table and say, I am here so that I can protect my wife if I'm not here anymore. So to hear that information coming from the other side of the table, that if you're not in this picture, number one, she loses a social security payment. Number two, she loses a pension payment. Number three, she goes into a higher tax bracket. Number four, she's also grieving you and she's got to deal with all of this. Greg, this is not the situation you want for your wife. It is the opposite of retirement planning, but unfortunately, it is financial planning. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. The financial planning people are going to make sure that she has all the right A-share mutual funds in her IRA. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a big tax bomb that essentially is a shock, right? Like no one wants to be surprised. Anybody can handle news if they hear about it ahead of time. But with this stuff, this is kick the can, keep it under the rug, all that fun stuff. No one knows and no one sees it coming until tax time comes. April 15th, you are shocked. This is exactly why we talk about these big boulders that you have to deal with as you're going down retirement mountain, fees, market risk, long-term care, and today's major topic, and that is taxes. Let's have a plan for it. Let's talk through it. Let's bring some people in who've dealt with it and deal with it every single day so that you can enjoy your retirement and have a plan as these things take place. Give us a look on our website. Give us a call. Here is our website, getyourroadmap.com. Get your roadmap. Dot com.
stats show the trip climbing down the mountain can be more hazardous than the trip climbing to the top. Retirement can be the same way. You spend all your efforts saving, believing that will get you through retirement. But that just gets you to the top. The most difficult times are getting down the mountain or through retirement. The team at Golden Reserve focuses their practice on protecting your money on the way down. Their complimentary roadmap for retirement is designed to deal with unexpected taxes, high investment fees, market risk, and the high cost of long-term care. Get your roadmap for retirement today at GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook. We are here each week to sit down and talk about what we say is the other side of the mountain, the downward climb. You go up the mountain, you save all that money. You go down the mountain, you got to spend all that money. But while you're going down the mountain, there's other things to deal with. And Greg, I think we have found out something here that the people from Kiplinger are either listening to the show or they have a bug in your office or something's going on here because there's an article here that talks about scaling the mountain of retirement. The peak is tough, but the descent is tougher. I am quoting from the article. What's going Gosh, on? Here? They are stealing my <laughs> metaphors. I'm going to have to call some buddies and get a cease and desist. I they think. are on. Hey, you know, all I'm saying, the water's warm. If we can get the word out to retirees, I am okay with it. If they want to steal my mountain metaphor, I take it as flattery, right? Oh. You know, at the end of the day, I, I think the uh, the facade of the traditional retail financial advisor is starting to crack. Yeah. I mean, this is great news. The word is getting out that, you know, picking investments and talking about income plans and all kinds of weird bucket strategies isn't really retirement planning anymore. You know, right? There's there's bigger issues that we have to tackle. We may need some additional tools in our tool belt to do it, Randy. However, they do bring those things up in the article here, so we can we can rip on them a little bit oh, here. They man. say on the way down the mountain, these are the things that you're going to have to deal with. Some of the ones are the ones that we talk about with the boulders here, but they said you need an income plan, you need a bucket strategy, but you also need to have a strategy for taxes, health care, and legacy. So there's some of it we well, agree with. they got to be careful. They know who's paying the marketing bills. Those big mutual fund companies and Edward Jones and yeah. Raymond James are probably still some pretty big contributors on that marketing budget, so they got to throw them a bone, but, you know, it does feel good to see at least health care and taxes on their list. Those are the things that matter. Yeah. I mean, right, we've talked about that every week. These are the things that actually disrupt a retirement. And hopefully, you know, I didn't see anything about fees on here. You know, right. you did notice they didn't mention about how to restructure and, and figure out how much you're paying for this, quote unquote, guided advice from, you know, whoever they're recommending. But, you know, that's another big part. It is. And I, I we, we say this and I think we should say it again, that as you look in articles and magazines like Kiplinger, you see something from The Motley Fool, and they, they put out a lot of great material and wonderful stuff. But who are the advertisers? Who are the people that are driving those publications? And it's the big companies that sell mutual funds, so they got to watch themselves on what they talk about. You can talk about fee management, but you don't want to get under their skin, right? <laughs> That's right. You can say just enough. You can tell they're, they're skirting around the topic, but you know what? At least we can start the conversation, Randy. Mm -hmm. If it starts to happen at a national level, we can see that, you know, going back to 1980, the idea of what retirement planning is was never really built to 
suit most retiree needs. It was really just inheriting a Wall Street approach to just charging for picking stocks and picking bonds. And they just kind of wrote it, right? You know, with the, with the wave of the economic boom of the United States through the 80s and 90s and, you know, the next 20 years till the present. I mean, it's the greatest economic run of all time. And because of that, they've probably not had to evolve or get better. It's kind of like having Tom Brady throwing touchdowns. Like, you don't really have to draw up different plays, Randy. You don't have to change much if you got a, you know, one of the Hall of Famers tossing the ball around. And I think that's kind of what happened to the industry. I want to give them, I don't want to give them a complete pass, but a lot of what happened over the last 40 years in terms of just growth in the market, let them do whatever they wanted because no one cared because their money was growing. It's interesting to me, though, the way they sell this stuff. And it sounds so good. Mutual funds. You don't have to buy individual stocks because that's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. So buy the whole haystack. It sounds so good. 401ks. You don't have a pension anymore. So we'll take care of that for you. Now you have control of that money. And it's called a 401k. All of these things that we've been sold sound so good. But when it comes time to using them in our retirement years, we're going, hey, wait a minute here. This doesn't work anymore. Well, yeah, what are you paying for that haystack, right? Like, I mean, those are the things that I think people are confused by. I mean, there are so many different ways you're being charged as a retiree. Yeah, I mean, your head has to spin. I mean, there's commissions for mutual funds. There's AUM wrappers for ongoing mutual fund costs. There's AUM for 12B1 fees. There's AUM fee advice that you can just charge a fee now, you know. And then don't forget, you know, one of the biggest, I think, black eyes and shame on the industries like there's a lot of things that are unsavory but the fact that the dc allows revenue sharing to happen in the market is disgusting i mean it is disgusting that an edward jones or another entity can sell mutual funds to their clients and then turn around and have a revenue sharing agreement on those same funds behind closed doors and then just hide a disclosure that they received 30 million dollars from you know mutual fund x at the end you know american funds cuts a check for $60 billion back to Edward Jones behind the scenes, and then they bonus their advisors for doing it. Like, how is that legal? Yeah. It's almost like when you go on a car lot and you don't know what the meeting was on Monday morning. You go in and you want to buy a CRV, but they say, okay, guys, everybody who sells an Insight gets an extra $1,000. So go out there and sell the Insights. And, and so you go in thinking you want to buy a CRV, but all he wants to do is show you the Insight. It's the same thing in the financial industry, isn't it? Right. I mean, and Wells Fargo got blown up, right? They were yeah. added, they were adding checking accounts and people were like, I didn't know I had a checking yeah. account. And then, you know, they're, they're adding every additional service. And the problem, in my opinion, I don't get it. Maybe it's just such a strong lobby because at the end of the day, there's really no justification of why revenue sharing exists anymore. I mean, I think, you know, there were endless lawsuits that all got buried. You can't even barely find them now. There were hundreds of millions of dollars fined across the board because people weren't disclosing to retirees. And the issue really is that they are preying on people that have mid to low sophistication when it comes to finances. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's really their secret sauce is like, let's go to all the small towns where there's no other options. There's no information. No one really cares. And we're just going to build great relationship managers and really charge whatever we want and hope that the stock market goes up because if it does, no one's really going to keep looking 
how much we're charging or what back end payments we're receiving or what commissions we're taking because no one's really no one can figure it out. The statements are 87 pages long. The prospectuses are 4000 pages long. And at the end of the day, if we make them a couple bucks, they're usually happy. I went to dinner with a friend of mine who is retired within the last two years. And uh, I asked him how things are going. He goes, yeah, great. Uh, I said, how, what are you doing for, you know, financial advisor and money and social security and all that stuff? How's that wall working? He goes, I got the greatest guy. He's got this thing. It's called the bucket strategy. He, I got a bucket for this year. I got a bucket for that year. I got, I love it. And, and he was all in on it because he understood it. And that's great. But there wasn't anything there that he talked about taxes or long-term care or anything like that. So he was all focused on the growth of his money. And that's where they want you to be, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, otherwise, how can you sell investments? Yeah. Right. If you're not talking about growth strategies or how you need to beat inflation or you need a certain level of income, if you can't phrase everything around one or two of those topics, you know, what are you going to talk about with them? Right. You don't have any other tools. You don't have any tax advice. You don't have any long term care advice. You don't have a way to cut their fees because you're trying to charge more fees. So your hope is that when they get to that top of the mountain and they're looking around, that they just keep that same guy and say, I'm going to keep my guy or my gal because they got me here. And that person is just going to be like, all right, we're just going to we're going to move some investments around. And ironically, Randy, the moving of investments is known as a churn where they can turn around and get more commissions for selling more mutual funds. So they're getting a benefit <laughs> of selling more mutual funds, which may or may not be <sighs> risk appropriate, but they get to sell again, get those A share upfront commission fees that can be as high as 5.75%. I mean, they, that's a real money. People are like, well, I don't know about that. Here's what you do. When you're you know, financial guy or gal moves or buys a mutual fund, look at your statement the day after. It will be smaller. They take those fees out of your account up front. So if you start with 100, you will have 95 in your account the next day if you're doing an A-share mutual fund load. This is the industry that has been built to get you to the top of Retirement Mountain. And it is not necessarily what is going to serve you best as you go down Retirement Mountain. I had a friend that said to me, when you're in retirement, if you don't have a plan for taxes, if you don't have a plan for long-term care, when you run into these things, you know what you're going to be doing? You're going to be writing checks you're going to be paying for it. Why not have the plan before you get there, or at least as you get to retirement, let's map it all out. Fees, market risk, taxes, long-term care, the things that this industry has not built their plans on, but need, you need these plans as you go down Retirement Mountain. Give us a look at our website. Give us a call. Let's talk through it. We have a, uh, a meeting that is no cost and no obligation. Give us a look at our website. It is getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. As you age, you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care. That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of Retirement Mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. For your complimentary roadmap for retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com.
And we're back on Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. We would love to sit down with you and design a plan for your retirement. It is called the Roadmap for Retirement, giving you some of the things that the financial industry doesn't give you on the way up the mountain. There's a lot there, and we talk about it here on this show. Find us online, getyourroadmap.com. Okay, here's the headline on CNBC. You need to work longer and take on more investment risk in order to retire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go get them, Greg. What do you think of that? Well, I think, first of all, you got to look at the source. What a jerk. What a freaking <laughs> jerk. CEO Larry Fink, yep. the guy that owns arguably the largest mutual phone company in the world, BlackRock, wants you to buy more of his product and take on more risk, risking your hard-earned retirement dollars hoping the stock market doesn't crash and charging obnoxious fees to do it. I mean, the fact that this is even getting aired with any degree of sincerity blows my mind. This guy literally sells mutual funds and is telling people to buy more of my mutual funds. And oh, by the way, don't ask any questions on what my expense ratios are. Or by the way, has my fund ever beat the S&P on a 10-year average net our fees? Don't ask those questions because that would be a problem. Instead, work longer, all you retirees. Keep feeding me. Let me buy another plane. Keep working, all you retirees. Keep letting our execs go on extravagant vacations. That's what they want. They want to create narratives so that they can keep the status quo going. They don't want to read that Kipling article about the market changing. They want to keep selling mutual funds every day. And to make matters worse, a little fun fact for you, Randy. You know, we talked about revenue sharing, that arrangement that uh, Uncle Edward Jones has with some mutual funds. Guess who one of those mutual funds are? Uh-oh. BlackRock. In <laughs> 2020, BlackRock threw kickback payments to Edward Jones to the tune of $8.1 million. Wow. So all those retirees, and Edward Jones is full of everyday folks. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are everyday retirees. These are hardworking teachers, administrators, you know, managers. These aren't billionaires or millionaires that need sophisticated, crazy investment advice to time the market. These are these are the people like your parents and our grandparents and, and the blue-collar class. And shame on them for targeting them and basically paying Edward Jones a kickback to sell more of their overpriced mutual funds to them. But Greg, 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 Greg. Come on, give Larry a break. All he's doing is saying you need growth because right now interest rates are so low and you can't get anything at the bank. Let's listen to Larry. Unquestionably, as central banks keep rates low, the savers are getting slammed. That is a persistent problem and that will remain a bigger problem. We are going to have to address what I would call the silent crisis of retirement. People, you know, whether they like it or not, they may have to work longer because they're not earning the same returns on, on their savings. See, we can't get anything at the bank, so we have to go into all of this risk. Greg, That's that makes sense. So greedy. So <laughs> greedy. I mean, I hear what he's saying. He's like, well, your, your CDs don't pay anything, so buy a mutual fund. I think what he's missing is there's a big in-between there. There's nothing wrong with getting a fixed annuity, a fixed index annuity. A, if you want a little bit of risk, do it cheaper with an index fund. Ironically, though, all roads with Larry lead to an actively managed mutual fund sale. <laughs> all of them. Again, this is that road up the mountain that people are so... You spend 40 years climbing up the mountain, Greg, and you get used to this stuff and, and it kind of rolls off your back and you go, OK, that makes sense. All right, fine. I'll... But the problem is, is that when you go up to the top of the mountain and you start your way down, 
that kind of advice isn't going to serve you, is it? It isn't. And it doesn't really matter how much your savings grow or how much your mutual fund grows or how much your whatever grows if you lose it all to the nursing home or you lose it a third of it to taxes mm-hmm. or, you know, you end up getting charged four, three, two percent fees a year. And over over a decade, that's 20, you know, 200, 300 thousand dollars, the compounding of money. Right. Like all of these things are things that you can directly control. Larry can't control the market anymore. They control the weather. Right. And the the issue is that they keep giving you this kind of conjecture advice, like a weatherman or an economist that, that they know what's going on. They know better. And they're like the rest of us. If they knew they would be trillionaires, they, they'd run the world. They, they don't, right? They just have the best marketing machines and they have the best relationships evidently with people to sell their product and then get kickbacks. Well, one of the reasons that we have this radio show is to shine a light on this is that financial advisor that got you to retirement may not be the retirement planner to get you through retirement. There are times in your life where you have to move on from one coach to the next, from one instructor to the next. And in your financial life, you may have to do the very same thing. And that is the model that uh, Greg has built at Golden Reserve. Let's sit down and talk through it. And a great way to do that is to get to our website right now, which is Get Your Roadmap. We make available to you a free roadmap for retirement. Let's sit down and talk through some of these things that you may not be aware of. You, You may not know that all of this that you've been doing your whole life has been costing you a lot of money. Let's not let that money leak out of your retirement savings as you go into and through retirement. Find us online, getyourroadmap.com. Well, we talk about shining a light on things and kind of, you know, I, I remember the old Ford commercial with the light bulb above somebody's head. Ford's got a better idea. We want to put the light bulb above your head as well. Now, here's a guy who a light bulb came on in his financial <laughs> life, Shaquille O'Neal. And we all know him, obviously from basketball, obviously from a lot of commercials. But he didn't get all that smart right away. He blew through his first million dollars very, very quickly. And he talked about it in an interview and how he needed a little help. We're looking at the statements. I was like, yep, I did this. I did this. I did this. Then I see a word, FICA. And I'm like, I don't know nobody named FICA. I ain't give FICA no Mm -hmm. (laughs) $300,000. I was getting a million, but I wasn't netting a million. And I had no knowledge about FICA and state tax and income. I, I didn't know any of that. So. After that, I said, you know what? I need to learn financial intelligence. I need to learn financial intelligence. How about who's this FICA person? (laughs) I love Shaq. I mean, we had the benefit of hearing him speak and have some sound bites. This guy is so vulnerable, so honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's he's just a great storyteller. And and if anyone gets the chance to hear him speak, it's worth it. Um, He really does deliver effective messaging. And a lot of it's through just honesty and life experience. I mean, think about this guy. I mean, he's lived a lot of life, Randy. Yeah, yeah. And he's had some financial help along the way. And I've read some things about him. He actually had an advisor who said to him, you're getting $30 million a year, dude. Okay, take a million dollars of this and put it in an annuity every year. And then 10 years from now, it starts paying you. So, I mean, and he took that advice. And, you know, you hear these athletes, some of them, they go broke. But others, you know, they they live off their endorsement money and they keep their other money aside. So there's some people out there that are getting a little help. And that's kind of what this show is all about is getting a little help, isn't it? That's right. And, you know, we don't help people that have shack money, right? right? But at the end of the day, the problem's are the same. They're just with more zeros. Yep. And when people like Shaq talk about this, I think it's a great way for people to kind of open their eyes and be like, wow, maybe just having someone pick me stocks 
all day and, and, and choose new exciting investments from where you put my money in isn't the answer. And he brought up, you know, FICA and taxes and fees. And, and it's exactly the same for the everyday retiree, Randy. That There's no difference where he's still trying to get retirement and do the things he wants. And that makes it no different than the Honda line worker that worked 30 or 40 years. He wants to do what he wants to do in retirement. And that's no different than, you know, Mr. Shaq. And to do that, he needs more tools. And just knowing that someone's picking investments for him wasn't enough. And ironically, it's a great story that the up the mountain guy that was trying to help him invest was, you know, not necessarily covering all his bases. And when we talk about this and see this, I mean, it happens to everybody. If it can happen to Shaq, it can happen to you, right? I mean, this guy probably had, you know, four or $5 million worth of advice coming in every year of his professional career. And how, if that's the case and he's missing the ball, how the heck is the everyday retiree? Are going to make it in a world where he's not getting that kind of advice, except for probably, you know, a few months before he decides to retire? And if you've got all those zeros behind your numbers there, you can make a mistake and you can recover from it. But the people that we're talking to here, we don't want them to make that mistake because you make a mistake and you've saved $500,000 for retirement. It could be devastating, couldn't it? Absolutely. You know, you know, the lottery effect or some of these high net worth people, I mean, a lot of their plans revolve around spending and understanding, you know, the time value of money where with retirees, you know, it's about more what can hurt you and what can take you because to your point exactly, there's no more money coming in. There isn't a, you know, Scrooge McDuck pile of gold in the backyard, right? This is a, you know, real scenario of fixed income, fixed assets, and we can't afford to lose any. That's how it is for most Americans, right? We want to make sure that they have and can keep what they socked away and, and we really can take on any risk. Yeah, you look at that number in your 401k or your pension right now and you say, I like that number and the market's been good to me. And I could retire on that as long as that number doesn't go backwards. So let's have that conversation. Let's talk about protection and market risk. Let's talk about taxes and fees that take away your retirement nest egg. Let's talk about long-term care where, you know, I can speak from personal experience with some of my relatives that the biggest check they've ever written in their whole life was to a nursing home. Let's sit down and talk through those big boulders coming down Retirement Mountain. Here is the way to get in touch with the team at Golden Reserve. You can go to our website, GetYourRoadmap.com. We call it the Roadmap for Retirement, a plan for this part of your life. The next 20, 25, 30 years, you've put so much into the first 30, 40 years of working. Let's put some time into the next 30 years. GetYourRoadmap.com. I'm really enjoying this show today because I keep bringing Greg some things that he gets really passionate about, and he just, I, I, I take the clips from TV, and he just rips into them. It just makes me happy. <laughs> I like, happy, to, happy to deliver, Randy. Happy to deliver. I like getting you wound up. Okay, so one of the boulders that we talk about going down the mountain would be very obvious is that market and market risk. We don't want to lose money to a market event, and we've got a lot of push and pull going on right now. Green arrows, red arrows. It's pretty volatile right now, and people getting near retirement right now might be kind of worried. So Christine Benz from Morningstar says this is a good time to talk about your risk, and here is her idea of protecting your money. I like the idea of people who are embarking on retirement having roughly 10 years worth of assets set aside in cash and in bonds. And that way they could effectively have an asset mix that they could spend through if they needed to. If a bad equity market occurred early on in their retirements, they could tap the safe stuff first and leave the equity exposure alone. 10 years of cash and bonds. You might be in retirement for 20 25, maybe 30. She's saying that half your money should be in cash and bonds. 
Greg? <laughs> where do you find these people? Where do you where do you get these clips? I feel like you guys are screwing with me. I mean, is she making this up? Like, what what is it? Like, you need two gold bars, a rabbit's foot, a four leaf clover, and seven two dollar bills to make it through retirement. Like, it, that's how arbitrary this advice is. I mean, I get it. If you put a bunch of you know cash under your bed, it's going to be there. But at the end of the day, there's so many safe options out there that aren't cash like i don't even understand why you'd even say that like it's again though these platitudes right in this market of more podcasts more radio shows more tv more internet you have to be louder you have to have like specific catchy advice you know to catch the i guess attention of the retirees that are probably zoning out and I, I get it right like you gotta you gotta wake them up and clap your hands i guess and maybe doing that is just saying outlandish things like 10 years of cash and bonds will get you there yeah that's the only way that you get attention is to say something crazy i i mean i i honestly i watch squawk box and i watch uh, fox business and i see these people and they ask them all the same questions and pretty much everything that comes back is the same but if somebody says something different you go well that's different and and what you just heard, well, that's different. Half of your money should be in cash and bonds. What are bonds doing right now? Bonds are dying, aren't they, Greg? Because interest rates are going up. And when interest rates go up, bonds don't look so good. Oh, but they have an inverse relationship. You know, your bond values go down. I mean, it's probably arguably maybe the worst time ever to buy bonds, you know, from a pure valuation standpoint mm -hmm. and liquidity, right? Like now you got to hang on to them for five, 10 years, whatever that note was on the bond. I think, you know, folks like Morningstar and all these other places, again, it's all part of the show. Mm -hmm. The whole show is to provide investment advice that gets people excited. Why? People understand cash. They understand maybe not how bonds work, but they know that they're safe. They understand mutual funds. They understand investment advice. They understand interest rates. They understand the word inflation. Those are all safe topics. What's not safe or not fun is to talk about protection measures to help bring this thing full circle. What about if you go in a nursing home, what's your plan? How are you going to tax your IRA? Are you going to start that early? Well, I mean, those things aren't fun to talk about. They're also very complicated, and they can't be done in a two-second platitude, 10 years of bonds and, you know, rabbit's feet. I don't know. Like, I like what? we can't get that out, right? We, we can't get a one-second clip or a 20-second clip in. Yeah. Talking about these things take experts, and they take, find, you know, people that have been doing it their whole career to help you work through, you know, the nuances of tax and, and Medicaid and Medicare. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, Randy, and this big Jenga here that you have to, you have to pull the little pieces out without it falling down isn't easy and it takes time. And that's why it's so hard for retirement planners to advertise and get the word out because it takes a minute. It's almost like, you know, the ever ready buddy commercials where he's beating the drum and he's going across the stage and it's like stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds. That's what the financial industry continues to beat that drum. And even in the protected area, you heard heard her say, you know, cash and bonds, cash and bonds. And so that's their idea of protection. Isn't there a better way? Well, there is one way to find out. Contact the team at Golden Reserve. Let's sit down and build that roadmap for retirement. It is a document where you can sit down, build a plan specifically customized for you that takes into consideration not just stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds. Let's talk about fees. Let's talk about the forces that are pulling away at your retirement savings, market risk. Let's talk about taxes. Let's talk about long-term care. These are the things that are going to be issues for you as you go down the mountain. You've planted your flag at the top. I have retired. Now what? 
It may take somebody with a different skill set and a different viewpoint in order to help you down that mountain. That's what we focus in on here at Golden Reserve. You can give us a call. You can go to our website. Let's start building that roadmap for retirement. Very simply, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. Go there today. So, Greg, we're closing this one out. I want you to right now go over to the doctor and get your blood pressure checked because we had you going pretty hot today. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm winded. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm catching my breath here. I'm, I'm trying to keep it low. I'm going to go probably do some light meditation, maybe have a yogurt. I need to bring I need to bring myself back to neutral before we take on the day. But, yeah, it's a, we had a lot, of, a lot of hot topics today. A lot of good ones, and we'll come back with them again next week. We hope you'll join us next week here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 1655411.